Dr. Michael Roizen. Dr. Michael Roizen. You, the Owner's Manual Radio Show. You're listening to You, the Owner's Manual Radio Podcast and Radio MD, iHeart, or wherever you download us from. Thank you for doing that. And by the way, feel free to rate us every week and tell your friends about us. It's 1095B. Um, the Bs are always the guest segments. We have a wonderful guest for you today, author of the book, The Upgrade. But before I tell you what that's about and ask her to teach us a lot about what The Upgrade is about, I'm trying to tease you there. I'm going to tell you that we, as usual, are sponsored by Life's First Naturals, lifesfirstnaturals.com, the producers of Bovine Colostrum and True Biotics. You'll want to go to their website. You can see the randomized double-blind controlled trials that show the benefits of those supplements on that website, lifesfirstnaturals.com. The upgrade is by Luann, and I'm going to mispronounce her name, uh, Brizendine. I hope I've got it somewhat close, Luann. Uh, Brizendine. Brizendine is good. That's okay. Brizendine. Brizendine, who is a uh, clinical professor of psychiatry, a named chair, actually, which is really a wonderful uh, thing. Um, wonderful meaning honor to have a name chair. Um, and uh, she is at UC San Francisco at the, in, and she is actually the Lynn and Mark Benioff endowed professor. Um, this is a follow-up book. She wrote a book about the female brain that was a national bestseller and the male brain, um, which also didn't do quite as well it was also a national bestseller, but not quite as well. I guess guys don't do quite as well as women, you could say. And this book is about how the female brain gets stronger and better in midlife and beyond. Um, and it, it, it's a departure from the thoughts about menopause and perimenopause and the brain fog that may accompany that. And she dispels that illusion um, in this book. So thank you, Luann, if I can uh, say thank you for coming on. And is there a website that we should know about where all the books are available other than Amazon.com? Yeah, they can just go to my website, which is LuannBrizendine.com, and they can get all the three books from there. And Brizendine, L-O-U-A-N-N-B-R-I-Z-E-N-D-I-N-E, Dot com would be the website. Yeah, or your or your local books local bookstores. I like I like to support people's local bookstores very much. They're near and dear to my heart. So if you've got a local bookstore, that would be the best place to go. <laughs> and me too. I think um, the local independents are the best. But um, when how did you happen to come to the conclusion that women get stronger? Um, in mid-age and beyond, that is their brain gets um, to function at a higher level. Um, most men would be very envious. 
Okay, so so let's think for a minute. So let, so the, let me talk about the words for just a second because I call the words perimenopause and menopause. I call them fossil words that are really they're really medical words, as you and I both know. They're medical words that are specific to a what we is it referring to a deficit in those times. What has to do about the deficit of estrogen? But what, the reason I called it the transition and then the upgrade is because that is a whole what I call the whole woman approach. You know, a whole woman approach is that we're going through all kinds of other things in our life besides what's going on in our ovaries. So I wanted to do the complete woman. And what happens? Think about it now. If you go back to the cycle, the menstrual cycle, where you're having the big waves of estrogen in the first two weeks of the cycle. Now, remember, day one of bleeding for your menstrual cycle, is you count that as, as day one, and you go forward from that. So in that first week, it's usually the week of bleeding, and then going into that second week is when the estrogen is increasing rapidly, very, very fast, and it's changing. What it's doing to your brain is it's changing all kinds of circuits to grow kind of like a thicket, like outside, like a thicket of lots of branches, all kinds of synapses in the brain, the neurons are connecting with other neurons. And then when ovulation comes, that means that the little sac where it's holding the egg is going to start making the other hormone, progesterone. And what its job is, is to do lots of things. But in the brain, it goes and it tears down, kind of like Roundup weed killer. It tears down all of those branches that were made during those first two weeks. And then, of course, by the end of the cycle, we get into that PMS stage where we have a lot of sometimes irritability, and I call it emotionality. Um, I get a lot of women in my clinic that have that in their 20s and 30s. So, But that that is what we refer to as happening in the female brain during the, the menstrual cycle of the 20s and 30s and your fertility years. But what happens that happens in the transition years from 40 up to 60 is that that cycle gradually dies down as we lose all of our eggs. Now, remember, uh, females are born with all of the eggs they will ever have. We're born, when, the moment we pop out, we've got about a million eggs in our ovaries, a million. But they they are going to be dying off. And that males, remember males, the testicles make testicles make sperm all the way till the very end of a man's life. So it's very different in that we, we females get all we're going to get from the beginning. And by the time we even start our periods at uh, 10, 12, 13, the, we have lost already 500,000. So we're down to half. And then about age 37 to 41, we run out of all of them. So that is the start point. That pushes the go point 37 to 41 for what I call the pre-transition years. It's as your ovaries are stopping making the same amount of estrogen and eggs that they made. But that's so you can get a picture of like all of a sudden the brain is going to be coming more stable. The, the circuitry that's, that's built and then torn down and built and torn down every month with the menstrual cycle is now gone and you on the other side of that is a lot of clarity and very much more stability in the brain circuits and women just report and you probably remember you and i are old enough to remember margaret mead remember the postmenopausal absolutely yeah you, you and i remember that so anyway that's that's where i'm going with this and now does the woman's brain get the upgrade when you start giving therapy, hormone therapies, or does it get an upgrade um, without any therapy? And how, do, how, do, how does the hormone 
and I guess I'm asking four questions at once, but how does the hormone uh, change affect the brain circuitry? You know, as we stop these waves of the to and fro that I was talking about, the build up and the tear down, build up and tear down, then some, so women who want to go on HRT, and remember, I mean, estrogen is kind of like a tonic, a tonic for the brain and body and its way. And so those women who have a lot of troubles with brain fog, hot flashes, um, mood, anxiety, depression, and sleep problems, you know, they, putting them on a consistent dose of, of estrogen every day, you don't end up with the waves, the up and down waves that you had during the fertility. You end up with a stable, consistent background whether so what if you go on the hrt you get that because you're taking a lower level of consistent estrogen and if you're not going on anything because you're not having any troubles then you are also at a much more stable route so either way you go either way you go you're going to be on a much more stable daily consistent predictable hormone state now the balance of estrogen to testosterone and estrogen to progesterone or to a progestin changes as you go through this period if you don't go on uh, hormone therapies. Is that right? Yes, right. And so, um, so let's go back to the regular menstrual cycle a little bit. We talked about, remember the three or four days before, the, before we ovulate is the highest point of like lots and lots of estrogen, very high doses between 500 and 1,000 and lots of women. And it makes you, the, all the studies show, it makes you much more flirtatious, more verbal. And it's also the time you've got the highest testosterone level from the uh, little cells in your ovary. And the, the I say that that's, your sex drive is also the highest at that time because that's how Mother Nature made it so that we would get pregnant right before uh, the egg gets released. So as the egg's coming down, the ovulation. So remember, our our job as females on this is to search out the best sperm. Our job is to search out the best sperm. And during those fertile years, that's the big... Remember, a hormone's job is to cause a behavior. A hormone's job is to cause a behavior. When you have... when you, The hunger hormones make you want to eat and the sex hormones make you want to have sex. So that mother nature is making you want to have sex right before ovulation. So that desire, that libido that we have because of the testosterone change, remember is, is often you're not getting those waves after your ovaries have gone into retirement. When your ovaries have retired, you're not getting those waves of the hormones of, of estrogen, progesterone and testosterone. So, some women that have changes in their libido afterwards also have their um, testosterone replaced at the female dosage levels that um, that you that you get along with a lower dose of estrogen. Just very consistently, and that helps a lot of women maintain their libido. I, I remember I got you. You know, we always remember things from our clinical practice, right? That we had. I remember one woman we gave I gave the testosterone back to in the pharmacy. The compounding pharmacy made the mistake and gave her the male size dose. And she she called me. She was a school teacher. She called me back a couple of weeks later. She says, "Oh gosh, Doctor Prisendine, you know that that new that that testosterone I got from the pharmacy. I was like, it's like ever since then, I've been you know having to go into the bathroom and relieve myself between classes because well now I know what it feels like to be a 19 year old boy. Do you think I have it too high?" <laughs> 
Anyway, so obviously we had to get hers back into the right level. But, yes, so testosterone replacement in women can increase your libido. It makes some women, some women don't like it. As, well, it makes their orgasm happen really fast, so you have a very fast orgasm from it. And it makes some women more irritable. So we have to get it just in the right dose for you. So that's a, that's a, that's a, way to, that's a tip to know when you're talking with your doctor about your dosage. Now, tell me what happens different in the brain. So this is, as, as you say, there is a period that with this upgrade, there is an improvement in brain functioning and the brain gets stronger and better. Tell me what you mean by that. So what, what I mean by that is we are much, you're just much more stable. It would be like, you know, during the fertility years, it'd be like you're walking on a path right by the tide line and the tide comes in and it washes things away and it goes out. You get to build up and wash away. But during the upgrade, you're able, your pathway is up a little higher on the hill and your, your circuitry is much more stable and more firm. It's not being washed away and rebuilt every month. So it makes you be able to have just more consistent focus. A lot of women declare, you know, they say, I just feel so much clearer. I feel much more clear and focused. And, and I have a, I feel like I have a whole new sense of purpose in life that's just consistent. And how much of this, you go into a number of in individual things in the book, including centering and movement, um, as well as uh, granny brain and the return of purpose. So um, how much of this is related to, um, or how much of this is improved with hormone therapy? How much of this is, and, and what percent of women don't need that to get the same brain benefits? Well, I think we don't, you know, one of the areas that hasn't been, re this area hasn't been researched very much in women. Women's health in general is not, but this area, the female brain, um, the female brain after 40 hasn't been researched so much. So that those, I think that will be to come. But I, the, for those women who need the hormone therapy, um, and there are some who don't. So you got about 20% of women who probably won't need any kind of hormone therapy and about 20% who have a, a very, very rough time and will need something to get through, uh, to get through the transition into the upgrade. So we, um, but I think this, yet also when you're talking about the whole woman, it's not just it's not just our hormones and what they're doing to our circuitry. It's not just that, but it's our life experience. It's our, it's the, the, um, you know, I talk a lot about in the book about, you know, it's female friendships, but those, the, the support that you have in your life, all the, 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 the whole pie chart of all of the things that each of us as individuals have taking forward is, is really something that I'm trying to capture with this idea of, of the upgrade and also of the, the transition years that go into that. One of the uh, things is, is that, that I love the chapter, the return of purpose. Um, talk to us a little bit about what you mean by that. Because I've always thought it's pretty, when I watched, um, my wife is also a physician and I watched her raise our children um, and uh, truth be told, um, she did the vast, vast, vast majority of this. But that was a real purpose for her in addition to her, her job. What do you mean by the return of purpose then? 
So um, usually by this stage, I mean, a lot of women, not everyone, but this is also the time of, of, of an empty nest. So when, what I'm talking about is the, you know, when, when we have young children, I had young children, we, you're very, you're, you know, all of your hormones, everything, your oxytocin is also high with your estrogen and you're very, very focused on the kids when they're young and all the things that we need to do to help them. But, you know, by this stage of life, they, first of all, they don't want you messing with their life very much <laughs> at this stage. They're ready to have you out of their hair, so to speak, usually. So all of a sudden, you know, women have some, some, some clear space where they are, um, they're finished with the child rearing part. I mean, you never finish with that, as I know. I'm, I have an adult son and I, you know, we all, we continue to worry about them and, and think about them and want to, um, want to see them often more than they want to see us. Be that as it may, we, uh, we're able to, we, there's, so, but there's a space there where we are able to um, take on some new projects with gusto and, um, and have, have that time of life where we can have a lot of enthusiasm and zest to kind of grab, grab a whole new purpose in life of a new project or a new direction. A lot of women at this time actually start are, are known to start businesses. More businesses are started by women at this age than are started by men. So there's a lot of, of, of new purposes that women grab at this stage of life. Now, I cut you off before, and we're talking with um, Luann Brizendine, B-R-I-Z-E-N-D-I-N-E. She's a physician, a uh, clinical uh, psychologist, a professor of clinical psychology at UCSF, and the New York Times bestselling author of The Female Brain. But I cut her off when she was about to tell us why she got the name or how the book, The Upgrade, got chosen. And so I apologize for that, Luann, but how did the name of the book uh, come to be? So the, the name of the book came to be the upgrade because of the increased stability of your brain circuits. Now, there's there's been a couple of really intense uh, pieces of work done in the last couple of years looking at the brain circuitry in women through the period where, you know, we call it the transition or the perimenopause. And there's four or five years there where a lot of women have uh, the brain fog and the brain glitches. But then after that period of time is um, uh, even and after two years after your menstrual period stopped is a time that they stay were doing all of these sophisticated brain scans and finding that actually more gray matter, more gray matter comes into the brain. So you've got um, a, a real transition into um, a better brain on the other side. So that's how it, the uh, title, The Upgrade, came about. Um, it's a fat, from my point of view, it's a fascinating book, a wonderfully written book. Um, and it is called The Upgrade, How the Female Brain Gets Stronger in Better in Midlife and Beyond. It's published by Harmony Books, which is a Penguin Random House division. We've been talking with Luann Brizendine, B-R-I-Z-E-N-D-I-N-E. Luann, L-O-U-A-N-N-E-B-R-I-Z-E-N-D-I-N-E.com is her website where you can find the female brain, the male brain, and the new book, The Upgrade. It's a wonderfully, um, what I would call challenging book and a well, incredibly well-written book. Luann, thank you very much for sharing it with us. 
Um, and it's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me and your audience. Um, hopefully, they they learn something that will be helpful to them in their lives. And probably the best thing they could do is to actually get the book, read it, and understand how the female brain gets stronger and better in midlife and beyond. Thanks to lifesfirstnaturals.com for being our sponsor. This is 1095B. The B, of course, are all the guest segments, the A's, the latest medical news of the week, and what it means to you. Thanks, Caitlin, for great engineering, but especially thanks to our listeners for downloading us and rating us and telling their friends about us. 50,000 of you a week can't be wrong. Thanks again. We'll be back next week.